After you're done listening to this episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, make sure you check out Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering the latest news and insight on every game, team, and more around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I am James Jericho, joined as I always am on Wednesdays by Evan Klosky. You can find everything that I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at Jarko underscore Bucks, at Eklosky WTSP, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Evan, it's another WTSP Wednesday. How are we doing today? We're doing well. We're doing well. My dog just uh, had the zoomies and ran around in circles uh, 30 times, so we're all good. She's getting tired. <laughs> well, she did make her podcast debut last week. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see if she wants to jump on again, uh, on, on this episode, but we got a couple of things that we are going to be talking about. We have, uh, Bruce Arians talking about focusing on the young players and scheduling these veteran days off. We got Antonio Brown being an influence with the wide receiver group, but Evan, we're going to kick things off. And, and this is something that David and I have talked about a little bit, and I'd love to get your perspective on, but Bruce Arians came out over the weekend and was talking about first-round pick Joe Tryon, and he said that he's out there kicking his guys' asses in practice every day, and you know that that speaks volumes for where Tryon is. This is a guy that didn't play last year. Uh, we we spoke, David and I did. We spoke about his Madden rating being only a sixty-nine uh, compared to that of Mister Irrelevant, who was rated, I believe, it was a sixty-one. So not a big gap between a first round pick and the last pick in the NFL draft. But it sounds like Joe Tryon is really doing well in training camp. What are your thoughts on, on how Tryon has looked, what he's been doing and kind of how they're working him into this very complicated defense? Yeah. uh, First and foremost, uh, let me just say that looking at Joe Tryon in practice and up close he is a physical specimen. We knew that entering the season, entering training camp, obviously just in black and white terms of height, weight, and all that stuff. But I mean, he really does fit the billing. He is such an impressive figure when you see him. And, you know, it goes back to draft night when Jason Light was saying if this was a guy who maybe played his season with Washington he probably would have been higher on boards than what he was. So they had to trust the tape that they had on him uh, back in 2019. And and obviously that kind of sniffed some people away because, you know, he was out of the radar, but um, he is going to be uh, a really nice player for this team. Obviously a 69 Madden is, is way too low for, for someone of, of his value. Uh, Having said that, you know, talking to Tryon, he mentions how, he has been learning under Shaq and JPP and, and, you know, he's been, uh, those two players have been helping uh, try on add some tools to the toolbox and, you know, learning where he's got to be. 
you know, this is sort of a red shirt season. And I, and I say that in italics because he's going to play. He's going to be an integral part of the defense, but he's not going to bear the responsibility of his role unless there's an injury, of course, but let's say there's no injury. He's not going to really bear the responsibility of what his role is going to be next year. You know, right. We assume that this is going to be the replacement for JPP after next season. And, you know, look, you're going to have to make some tough cuts with the salary cap um, and he's going to fill in nicely there, but just strictly looking at this guy and the ability to get to the quarterback and tell him, Hey, you know, learn the defense, learn what you got to do, but you know what, we're going to put you on the field. And I'm going to keep it real simple for you get to the quarterback and just giving him that directive, um, especially with the talent that the Buccaneers have on that side of the ball. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. If this is a guy that has six to eight sacks this, th- this season. You know, uh, I, I think he's going to have a nice little role for the squad, especially on a team where we don't have many new players to talk about. Yeah, well, and, and that was kind of what I what David and I were talking about, and and I did make the bold prediction that out of all of the rookies, Joe Tryon's Madden rating is going to make the biggest jump in terms of his overall score. But we know how creative and and how innovative Todd Bowles can be. So, in your mind, how long into the season, if at all? are we going to be seeing situations, especially on passing downs, third downs, defense trying to swing some momentum or, or whatever the case where we're going to see Todd Bowles figure out a way to make sure that Shaq JPP and Joe Tryon are all on the field at the same time, trying to get after a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very possible. And, and with Todd Bowles, you know, we're going to see, another layer of that defense. And we saw that that unit come together towards the end of the season. It's a big reason why the team won the Super Bowl, right? So, you know, nobody is doubting Todd Bowles' creativity and what he's going to bring to that side of the ball. Um, having said that, I don't, I don't necessarily know if right out of the gates we're going to see that. But um, I guarantee you towards the end of the season, we are going to see that deployed. And it's going to be a, a tremendously tough task for opposing teams to limit that type of talent. Uh, Joe Tryon is legit. And we didn't, uh, and I won't even say we, uh, I, along with a lot of others, when that pick was made, he wasn't necessarily high on the board for a lot of prognosticators. You know, he wasn't the, the guy that many pegged for the Buccaneers to take at, at one and, you know, the end of the first round, or um, was he pegged the first rounder by a lot of people? Um, having said that, when you start seeing him and reading all the reports and understanding what he brings to the table, the more and more I kind of feel like the Buccaneers got a steal. So um, is this a guy who we are going to be enamored with at the end of the season as far as a headline act? I don't think so. Having said that, is this a guy at the end of the season where we're like, wow, we're only like, we're only seeing just a, a tip of the iceberg of what this guy's potential is and, and how impactful he's been? Yeah, I, I, I believe we're going to see that. And there's going to be some learning curves and there's going to be some of that other stuff. But as I mentioned, you know, Bowles is going to have the ability to really ease him into things and not throw too much at him to the point where he can do what he does best without having his mind cluttered and he can play football freely. And I'm just really excited to see him in preseason action because 
there is going to be a little bit of an adjustment for him to play with pads on again since he has not played a game in two years. Taking a quick break here to give a shout out to some friends of ours. And of course, I am talking about the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And that is with betonline.ag. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on. Again, promo code locked on, all one word, L O C K E D O N, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Segment two here of a WTSP Wednesday episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, James Yarko and Evan Klosky. And Evan, we um, we know the the big storyline surrounding the Buccaneers has been Tom Brady's birthday, and that he got <laughs> he got the day off from practice yesterday. Uh, Gronk also took the day off. Levante David has been getting some days off. Uh, in fact, I think he's only practiced one out of the last like four or five days. Five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know. There's there's a lot of talk about you know the way that that this coaching staff has built in rest for these players, and and what's kind of partaken in that. I believe it was Scott Reynolds of Pewter Report that asked you know about Levante specifically. Like, is there something going on that that we need to know about when the guy's only been on the practice field for a day? And Bruce Arians said, no, he's Levante David. He really doesn't mm-hmm. need to practice. But something that Bruce Arians did talk about was looking at these young guys, these these young developmental players and how they have to build these guys up. So we're going to play a quick clip from Bruce Arians' session with the media, and uh, I, would, I would love to get your thoughts on that. I, I think this is really good. I, I think three preseason games and what we're doing right now, uh, you know, guys that don't come in shape, it's their own fault anymore. I mean, they've got everything handed to them to be in shape. So, you know, if they're giving a meter, don't run hot enough. Uh, it's, that's telling you something as a coach. And, uh, but no, I, I think I love what we did in the spring with our veterans and gave all our attention to our younger, because we have to have young player development and it has to come in the spring and then pay attention to it. Like today was a young player development day. You know, there's so many fringe guys and you don't know what they can really do. So you put them in some pressure situations. And, uh, you know, not always is there a pressure situation in a preseason game. You know, maybe down 20, you might be up 20. And it's like, it's not the same. And uh, to see how they react. Next, we'll go to Jenna. All right. So that was Bruce Arians talking about developing those young guys and and their focus in the spring and then as well on some of these veteran days also. Evan, he talked about some fringe guys. What do you think about giving a lot of these veterans these days off and focusing on this potential young core up and coming for the next few years for the Buccaneers? Yeah, you know, uh, everything with the Buccaneers this season, by the way, is unprecedented. You know, and again, not only just 
uh, defending Super Bowl championship team coming back with all the starters returning and whatnot. Um, but just a team in general returning with all these starters coming back. Uh, and not to mention the talent that's returning, the veterans that are returning, the years of experience they have. So the, the organization is taking their, their sweet time with this group. They don't want to overwork them. There's no need. Um, they, they're, they're being patient. And you'll start to see the weaning of the young guys getting a lot of reps and the old guys, the older guys, um, you know, taking off as we get a little bit closer to that first game of the season and we start ramping up things. Uh, right now, it's about pace. It's about fundamentals, foundation, all of that stuff. And right now, just like Bruce Arians talked about in that soundbite, right? Uh, no one of the veterans outside of Gio Bernard, who wasn't a part of this team really, showed up in the offseason to, to do the, the voluntary stuff. Why? This team needs to figure out what their depth looks like. They know what their starters look like, right? That, that's not an issue. That's already set in stone before they even step on the field. But the depth is what's going to happen. And as we know, right, you're not going to make it an entire season without injuries, right? Uh, you know, there's, we're going to be talking about during the season uh, a terrible injury to one of these star players that they have. And I say star players as in any one of the starters because all of them are tremendous. But we're going to have discussions about how this team is going to get over that fact. And Bruce Aarons and company are really pushing the guys who aren't maybe right now going to see much time to see – what the heck they have to show the coaches, Jason Light, you know, are you going to make the roster? Because not only is this a competitive team that's going to try to repeat and, and is the proverbial favorite to repeat, but this is, there's a high competition level here, right? If you want to make it out of camp, you got to prove your worth. And, and continuously, Bruce Arians goes to the podium and says that stuff about like, oh, you got to be in shape. If you didn't come into shape, that's your fault. And you know, there are some guys who, who might have taken this championship for granted and, and you're, you know, you're riding high off the, the, the title and you're thinking that maybe your spot is guaranteed because you were on the roster before. And Bruce Arians is continually making it known that you cannot ride nice and pretty into game one of the season, especially if you're a depth player, because that is going to be the difference between repeating or not. Um, because we know, as, as I mentioned, that not all these guys are going to play 16, uh, 17 games this season. So, um, you know, I, I'm not worried about guys like Levante David, uh, who Bruce Arians said, you know, he just wanted to make sure that Levante wasn't playing on the turf too much, that uh, he was fully prepared to practice. But that was a, a decision by them. And, and not to mention just because of Gronk and Brady, it just proved to be a day where the younger guys had um, – a bit more time to, to showcase their stuff. So we're seeing a lot of that early on in practice. And as I mentioned, that's going to shift, but you're starting to see some guys emerge who you probably wouldn't be talking about if this was a normal training camp and we had like positional battles and we were focused on starting jobs, but like a guy like Ross Cockrell, who, you know, whose sister obviously made big news and the team had that big watch party to watch her in the Olympics. But Ross, is a great example of someone who is finding time right now at safety and, and probably won't play there uh, at all during the season. But if there are injuries, he can go there. And actually, he surprised so many people because he's been way more effective than 
what anyone imagined he would be from the safety position. So those are the little things that you got to watch out for in this camp. And just for all of all of you out there who, who love your bucks and are keeping tabs at training camp, that this is a weird, this is a weird uh, training camp for all of us, media, fans, because we aren't focused on the starting gigs as these big storylines. We're really focused on the depth right now because at this point, we're happy to report that there really are no injuries that the team is worrying about, and, and that's a positive thing. That's what we all want, right? Game one of the season, we want no injuries. We want everybody who's supposed to be out there to be out there. Yeah, and something about the the vet days off, and of course, you know, we saw that last year. We're we're seeing it again this year, and it's it's starting even earlier. You know, Brady had come out and said that you know that's not something that he really had in New England, and and Bruce told him, if you want a day off, take a day off. Like you you know you you know if you need to rest today, rest today. It's not a big deal. And so we're seeing that, you know, like you said, with Levante, they're taking a little extra precaution. They didn't want him on that turf. And and Carmen Vitale of Buccaneers.com said over the weekend that the Alphabet Boys had a, a <laughs> Veterans Day off where it was AB, JPP, and OJ. They were all out. Um, something that I think kind of gets overlooked when we talk about these veteran days off and and giving these guys breathers and and – yeah, it's great to focus on the younger guys and help develop because not only do you have 30-some players competing for about six roster spots, but then you're also trying to figure out who you're going to try to get on your practice squad because Bruce Arian said it uh, when he spoke with the media that you know they're going to need those receivers off of the practice squad at some point during the season. It happened last year. It happened the year before. It happens every year. You're going to have to deal with injuries. So it's a matter of competing for for these practice squad spots as well. But something that gets overlooked when we talk about all of these veteran days off is the fact that this is a 17-game season. And I love how how when you were talking about everything, you said 16 and then immediately corrected yourself to <laughs> 17 because it's not in our brains yet. This isn't a, a, yeah. a season that we're used to where you have 17 regular season games and then hopefully – you have three more playoff games because you get the first round by and, and you run through the divisional, the conference championship and into the Super Bowl. But it's that's a very real situation that these guys have played for five, six, eight, in Brady's case, 20 plus years preparing for a 16 game season and then the playoffs. Now you have this added wrench. It's going to require added maintenance, added rest added everything in order to stay healthy and stay on the field. And, and I think it's just something that we all, it was, it was great to talk about a few months ago, like, Oh, well, the NFL's adding a 17th game. Is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? Who are they going to mm-hmm. play? How does this impact things? But now that we're getting closer to the season, it's almost been put on the back burner. And it's like, you know what? The Buccaneers are doing it right. They're working on their younger guys. They're developing their younger guys. And at the same time, these veterans are going to need these. These days are going to add up. And come the end of the season, it's really going to make a difference. Yeah. And, and you have to always remember, too, the Buccaneers are ahead of everybody else, right? They, 
everybody else right now is in training camp. Uh, let's say you have new offensive line piece as well. The offensive line needs to work together to, you know, build that cohesion and that communication uh, or, you know, wide receivers need to build that, you know, that communication with their quarterback and the defensive line has to build that communication with each other, right? There's all these like little tiny details that have to be worked out in training camp. That's what it's for. The Buccaneers have been there. They've done that. They, they don't need all those little tiny details figured out as much as other teams do. Of course, you can't overlook that stuff. I don't want to poo-poo it, but I'm just saying that the Buccaneers, unlike any other team in the NFL right now, can actually give their young guys real important reps and eventually that's going to go away but right now where teams are are installing and adding and you know eventually trickling in those you know those um those b team those c team uh snaps uh, the buccaneers have this wonderful ability to kind of have a day like uh like yesterday on on tuesday and say um Hey, we are going to allow our young guys to have a practice. It's you, you kind of have to think of this as if you're a college football team and you're returning like a good chunk of your players from the year prior. And there's all that hype beforehand, whereas maybe other programs are, are trying to mix and match pieces. But, you know, in camp, you're just trying to allow the young guys to get those, those reps and figure out, okay, who's, who's our two, who's our three. So um, yeah, uh, again, it's we were talking about beforehand. It's it's been such a weird training camp to cover because it's been very quiet, and we we like quiet, especially if you're a fan. You want quiet in training camp, um, and that's exactly what they've done. And I'm I'm all for the three preseason games. By the way, like you don't need four. It just it's overkill. And give me the trade for one real regular season game for one preseason game any day of the week. Going to take one more quick break here and give a shout out to our friends over at Built Bar. You all know that I love the cookies and cream Built Bar, but if you have not experienced these for yourself, you don't know what you're missing. Flavors that are out there, coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you don't know what your favorite flavor is, go ahead and order a mixed box and you are going to get two of each of the flavors. Then you can decide which ones are best for you. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting protein bar, but they're healthy too. Every single one of those flavors, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of net carbs. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to receive 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at built.com. Wrapping things up here on a WTSB Wednesday edition of the Locked on Bucks podcast. James Yarko, Evan Klosky on Twitter at jyarko underscore bucks at eklosky WTSP. And speaking of some of those fringe guys, Evan, uh, something that, that you and I have talked about, something that David and I have talked about, something we're going to all continue to talk about because it really truly is the only position battle of note, and that is the bottom end of the wide receivers. We talked in the last segment about guys coming in out of shape. Well, Tyler Johnson is one of those guys. You already have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown and Scotty Miller who are locked and loaded. You have 
Jalen Darden and uh, Jaden Mickens mm-hmm. fighting for for that return spot. Scotty Miller is even in the mix there. You you'd like to assume that Tyler Johnson will make the roster, but when you start off camp with the coach already upset with you in a very very heated battle, that's that's not the best idea. You have Justin Watson who's on the pup list. Now he may lose a roster spot. Lots and lots of competition at the bottom end of that wide receiver group. And something that Chris Godwin was speaking about yesterday was the influence of Antonio Brown. So Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin's lockers are side by side in the locker room. And someone asked him, I can't remember who it was at this moment. So I apologize. Um, But somebody had asked about the, the impact that Antonio Brown is having off the field. And Chris Godwin talked about how, how much he loves talking to Antonio Brown and picking his brain. And there's a reason he was called uh, Tony oh. to- or Tommy toe touch or Tony. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I think it's uh, with Tony toe taps or, or Tony. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And, and just he Godwin gushed about the energy that he brings and how guys pick his brain. And he's, he's going out of his way to try to coach up some of these fringe guys, which is all things that we love to hear coming out of camp, especially about Antonio Brown. So, you know, as we wrap things up here, Evan, talk a little bit about the Antonio Brown impact on on these bottom end receivers who are all fighting for one or two roster spots. Yeah, and and I don't know how much like Antonio Brown has a you know an impact on those younger guys who are fighting for that spot in the sense of, you know, I think the, the decision that's going to be made is going to be in those younger guys to perform and, and really prove to the coaching staff that, Hey, I belong. And it is very clear that Bruce Arians is calling out Tyler Johnson and saying, yeah, you, you know, your butt is on the line. Like I'm telling you right now, if you don't give me something and you don't rise to the occasion, there might not be a spot for you. Um, and, you know, I mean, Tyler Johnson took full culpability for not showing up uh, in shape and or at in the right uh in the right shape and says he's been busting his butt um to to prove that and you know to his credit i mean a a lot of players have mentioned and and bruce arians has mentioned before that the the guy can catch the ball that's never been a question um but you know it's it's so great to see the maturation of uh of antonio brown and you know we all know his his off the field issues and how he was an untouchable and the team really stuck out its neck for AB really um, took a chance on him and they got a lot of flack for it and they're always going to have flack for it. And, and Antonio Brown is always going to be that character and he's always going to kind of have that, that stigma attached to him. Um, but everything has been very positive on the Antonio Brown uh, front. You know, he, we don't really know why he was late for that first practice. That was the only hiccup really. Bruce Arians didn't make a big deal out of it. And then the next day Antonio Brown showed up and he was the first one out there catching passes. Um, so I, I still haven't gotten to the bottom of that. doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal though. Um, having said that, it's been really cool just to see him thrive in, in camp and him and Brady have been working through communication stuff. Uh, I forget exactly which training camp practice it was, but for the first half, him and Brady were not on the same page. And then all of a sudden, bam, you know, they started, they were talking as they took that cool off period inside. They come out, 
You can see them having a conversation and then it starts clicking and they, you know, the red zone stuff, AB's there, he's scoring and he has been having an impact on his offense and he is going to be a, a significant part of this process of this offense. I mean, there's a lot of mouths to feed and it makes you wonder who's going to kind of emerge as like the, the head of the snake. And, and I don't, I don't know really who, I mean, Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin are going to be sort of the dual head of the snakes, but AB is going to also get his um, at probably a better clip than what we saw last year. So um, it's, you know, just, just seeing him kind of have influence on younger guys when, of course, he was out of the league, you know, a year ago at this time, really, um, is just a testament to a guy who's trying to right a wrong. And we can all have opinions on, you know, him and, and what he's done. And if you have those opinions, totally valid. You know, but the fact is he's on the team. So all we can do is discuss his impact on the team while he's on there. And and uh, at this point, he's, you know, getting great marks from everybody, including the coaching staff. All right. Well, with that, Evan, I think we are out of here. So make sure everybody is following along on Twitter at Locked on Bucks at JRCO underscore Bucks at Eklosky WTSP and at Bucks underscore Nation. We're, we're doing this every Wednesday. It'll be me and Evan, WTSP Wednesday, all the way through the season. Make sure you're sending us your emails and your voicemails if you have questions, discussion topics, things that you want Evan and I to fight about, like how the Rays swept the Red Sox. Yeah, that is something that I will take the beating on, but you can do so by giving us a call at 813-444-5841 or send us your emails to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. Um, hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other. Thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime Checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at Chime.com goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members of FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer.